Greetings and welcome to the Stay Empower People podcast. This is Ia Oshun Remy Lekun, aka Kenny Moon, and you are listening to Thriving Thursdays. As always, I'm so happy you're here and in attendance, as I am in attendance for the message of this week. This week, the message is about the height of prosperity and even just thinking about how we think about prosperity. So for most of us who have been raised in a system where the more we accumulate, the more we have, the more we have to spend, the more wealthy we consider ourselves to be. Take for a moment an opportunity to think about what you measure to be prosperity in your world. When you think about being wealthy, rich, abundant, and prosperity, what does that mean to you? How do you even define it? For many of us, as I mentioned, it has to do with how many things we can attain. Sometimes it's about having things that are quite fine and of high quality, you know, having some things that are, for example, clothing, maybe having couture clothing or clothing that is made exceptionally well or you know for some it may be about how many name brands we can accumulate and walk around having as a symbol of that prosperity or wealth for others it might be something as simple as the kind of food you're able to provide for yourself and family and the the kinds of experiences you're able to have with those you love and care about well Spirit has given me an opportunity to think a little bit more deeply about the prosperity that I, like many of you, am interested in having in this lifetime. And I have to admit that my pursuit of prosperity is quite tumultuous, meaning it's not ever steady in terms of what I even think of in terms of prosperity. My prosperity doesn't look like your your prosperity and yours doesn't look like your neighbor's necessarily. And then we have places of overlap. And I happen to be a person who, for whom when I think about prosperity, sometimes it can be really lavish in some of the material wealth that I see and know that's available to me. And other times it's very simplistic. It's just, you know, the ability to eat organic food that's grown you know in proximity to where I live and living in space where people are at peace with one another and there's not people fighting in the streets and having violence around you know that for me feels like prosperity so you know as we go through the journey of our lives and and maturity we we have different ideas around what prosperity might look like now this week spirits offering to me was an opportunity to be even more ever present about how prosperity is already showing itself in my life. And I'm sure for many of you like me, we do this often in our cycles. There are times where we pause and we say, wait a minute, there's all this idea around having more or better, but what about what I already have? What about gratitude? What about presence? What about mindfulness that keeps me aware and grateful for what I already have and while that is part of my practice when I do remember because I'm not perfect in that 
I was given an opportunity to go even further when I look around my environment and when I look at where I do live and the family I do have and the food I do eat, the clean water I do have access to. Like many, I recognize that that is a luxury. All these things that I've named are luxuries, things that I don't have as a guarantee, none of us do, and we can look to neighbors in our own cities, we can look to neighbors in uh, cities further away from us, we can look to neighbors in other countries and recognize that some of the basic foundational things that we take for granted are not guaranteed. They're not even guaranteed to us if we have it today that we will have it tomorrow. So I am aware of that, but I was given the opportunity to go even deeper and that's where I wanna take you for a moment because what I was able to discern this week is that how we measure prosperity might have to do a little bit less with what we receive and a little bit more with what we are able to give. Because in prosperous times, if we believe ourselves to be, you know, of good nature, of good quality of character, we believe that if we are experiencing prosperity, then we have more to share. We have more ability to share, right? We think, oh my gosh, if I could just win, you know, $10 million, just 10 million, you know, I'm not asking for anything outrageous, just $10 million, whoa, what I would do is I would give this amount to my mom, I'd give this to my dad and this to my, maybe my, my best friends and my coworkers or family members. And then I would use this and invest it in a school or start a program that would help this group of people or, you know, you know how we do. We have these visions all the time, all these visions that we sit around with. As much as we think about what we would gain and buy and live like with our newfound imagined prosperity, we often like to dream about what we would do with it, what we would give, who we would give it to, right? So in my opportunity to look into my life and say, well, wait a minute, like, oh my gosh, yeah, I need a new car. It's kind of, my car is pretty bruised up. It's pretty old, but it's a car and I'm driving and I'm able to get from A to B and afford the gas that goes in it and the maintenance on it. That's prosperity. I live in this home and, you know, it, it may need some things that I need to repair, but it's a beautiful home and it's beautifully decorated and it's filled with so much love and joy that I've cultivated with my children and with anyone that comes through our door or across our threshold. I pray for those people. I, I share with those people. I break bread with those people. I'm so prosperous. I'm so abundant. So yes, there's that. And while I'm thinking about all the things that I already have, Spirit was inviting me to also look at all the things that I'm able to give. Because in the life that I have co-created now with Spirit, I have been given so much prosperity, so much abundance of time, of ease, of grace, of availability. And with that prosperity and abundance, I get to show up for so many people in so many profound ways. I get to be the kind of mother that wakes up with her children, gets them you know, on their way to school. I mean, they're teens, so I don't have to do so much. But what I get to do is be a positive voice for them in the morning. 
we laugh, we crack jokes, we run around the house, we play music, we clash our music. I'll be playing something and they'll play their music louder like, no, we're listening to this now. And I'm like, no, we're listening to that now. And we go back and forth. We get in the car, we laugh and joke our way to the car. We point out things, everything from a new neighbor to look at that dog to, oh my gosh, look at the squirrel. Like our mornings are so full that I now know that I'm sending my children off into this crazy chaotic world into a place where they have to advocate for their own sovereignty of body, mind, and spirit all the time. Not only with the people that are their age, but with the adults that run these classrooms and these institutions that are, you know, on their own journeys and what that looks like. My children have to go into the battlefield every single day, every day. They've got to make decisions. Hairline, with a hairline um, a moment of time, they have to make really, really quick decisions that can be life altering decisions. You know, if you have teenagers, what that means, and you know, if you've been a teenager, what that means, almost every decision you make can shift the trajectory of your life at any given time. And they've got to be out there away from me making those decisions. But now I live a life where I know that on the mornings they're with me, they're gonna get all of me. They're gonna get all my attention, my time, my focus, hopefully my good mood, hopefully my positive energy. And and when they don't, when I don't show up that way, they have a voice to say, hey, you seem a little cranky or what's going on? Or, you know, they show me and I get to readjust. So I'm wealthy because of what I, the wealth I get to give to my children. I am available now to friends and loved ones in a wholly different way. Just the other evening, I had time and capacity and I was like, you know what, let me reach out to all the elders I can think of that I can get into this evening in in phone calls, not texts. So I got to reach out to my aunt who's an elder now who's had a stroke and all she wants is just to hear my voice and speak, have somebody check on her from time to time. All her needs are met. She doesn't need me to buy her anything. Her son does a great job of of supporting and providing for her with all of the things that she needs. He does such an excellent job with that. She doesn't need me to win the lottery to give her anything. I don't need to buy her a house, a car, food, clothing. She's got all of that in abundance. But from time to time, even though my, my cousin takes great care of her and spends time with her and they communicate every day, of course, You know, she'd like to hear from other people. She'd like to know that she's still loved and valued and, you know, hear a word of love and share her wisdom or whatever she wants to share, cuss, whatever she wants to do. So I remember times in my life where I've been so busy and so inundated with all that I was doing, all of my go, 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 all of the business, the business I was running, the school I was running, all that that maintained and, and required of me that I didn't have capacity to make calls to my to the elders of my own family. So even if I, you know, I wasn't making a lot of money, but even if I was making enough to sustain life, I was poor in the way that I didn't have enough to give. I'm now in a place where I can give to my clients in a different kind of way. And with that, I noticed that without much of doing without marketing or much of anything, I attract more and more clients. And I'm 
so available to them because the work that we do in the spiritual healing realm requires that we show up in ways that have more to do with having open space and availability than the hands-on work that people think they're receiving. So when someone comes to me for Reiki, I know that I'm gonna be attuning to their higher consciousness and to whatever beings of light show up for them. And I have to be ready for them. I have to be prepared. I have to be a vessel that's able to, to attune and to hear the messages and share what needs to be shared and send energy where it needs to go and be the, the proper vessel that I've been assigned to. When I'm counseling, when I'm, even if I'm doing yoga, you know, when I'm doing yoga with clients, it's not just a physical pursuit of how much can we stretch and what, what asanas are we going into? This is, this is spirit-led work always because I'm a spirit-led being, a priestess, a healer, a helper. And the ways that I need to show up are really, really important. And so spirit reminded me that like, I'm not abundant in prosperity because I'm driving the newest car or I'm wearing, rocking the, the latest, you know, fly fashion or, you know, my house is being completely renovated to, you know, add in this and that and all of those things. It's not necessarily looking like that right now. And that, that doesn't mean that it can't, it doesn't mean that at all. What it means is that I had to get an opportunity to see my prosperity, not by what I'm receiving, but what I'm able to give. And to recognize that my giving does not have to look like financially backed anything. If I were to show y'all my, my income statements, y'all would be like, oh my God, baby, go get a job, please. Do something, do something different. <laughs> this is cute, but, and yet I have everything I need, plus, plus, plus. And so I share this with you and pray that it reaches you exactly where you needed to hear it. Calculate your prosperity a little differently. Look at not only what you have, but look beyond what you have, what you are receiving, what you have been given to the place where you can see your prosperity by what you're able to give. And I mean give from overflow. Because one thing you will not hear me say is that, oh man, I'm doing these things because I have to. I'm doing these things because if I don't, and all the storyline around that and all the fatigue that I used to carry from that space, from doing things from one well, one well that I felt I had to manage, which was the well of my physical vessel and my skill set and my intelligence and my training and all of that. This work, this introspective work that we lead people in, this members work as we call it, it teaches us to have a different well so that we're able to give from a place that is not pulling from our cup. In fact, I get replenished, I'm fed by every Thing that I've mentioned that I get to give. And that is my abundance. That is my prosperity. That is how I get to be a wealthy, wealthy, wealthy woman. I want for nothing. I truly want for nothing. So like I said, I hope this reaches you deep, deep, deep down in there where you are able to receive it and do with it what is yours to do. 
As always, I thank you so much for joining me on this Thriving Thursdays. And as always, please know that you can reach out to us if there are ways that you'd like to be served by the priestesses of our Ile, Yemoja, Achaba, Obada, Meji. Find us. Find us on Facebook in the Stay Empower group. We have one for women and one for men. Find us on stayempowerpeople.org using a hyphen in between each word. We'll get you to our website. And step out of your, your cocoon. Step out of your shell. It's time. We're about to enter into 2024. So I invite you all, if you are ready for your new life, if you know that you are done with being held back, being restricted, being bound, being put in a box, if you are ready to expand into the whole, full, most powerful, potent you that is awaiting you just on the other side, then reach out to us if you are feeling called and drawn to getting support from us, whether it be energy healing, physical work, or rework, ancestral work, or likely all of the above. We got you. We got you. We got you. Um, Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking great care of yourselves. And until next time, you thrive. I'm going to be over here thriving and we will be thriving together. Take good care. Peace and love.